time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. Yeah, it's another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you know what? We had a great show last week, man. What an awesome time we had what, last week with What it. did we do? <laughs> it was tax day, dude. Oh, yeah. We, we had, what's his name? Joe Sexy from South Central. Yeah, he he was bastard had a complaint about Theo Lisa's garage. You can go to hell. <laughs> he drove up here in his, like, you know... His pacer or whatever it was <laughs> that his girlfriend was driving. <laughs> then he talks trash about Theo Lisa's garage. <laughs> Largate, cabron. <laughs> it's okay, Holmes. You can come here anytime, Ese. You're our homies. But anyway, we thank you so much for being and listening to our show yet what yet again. You know you can catch us on www.twintalkcast.com and we also you can also catch us on iTunes because we're iTwins. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Twin Talk Show and on Twitter on Twin Talk Show. Follow us because we're cool peeps, right, brother? Yep, he can. And you know what? Forget tax day. We're moving on. It ain't, uh, it's, it's a over. new day. Today's a new day. It's a new time. What do we got going on today? I'll tell you what I got going on. We had an awesome time at the... Walk, Walk for, for Autism Speaks Los Angeles at their largest event because we were the official podcast for the Walk for Autism Speaks Los Angeles 2011. And boy, it was kick-ass and it was so good to see a lot of people. And there. you know what? It was the first time ever they had a podcast and Twin Talk with Jose and Angel was the first. Yeah, we popped the cherry. We had a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And you know what? It was a lot. It was great to see all the people out there. Lots of love. It is. Good vibe. Good vibe. I, I Shout out to uh, uh, Edwin Aldana, man. He, he, uh, 15-year-old rocked the house with uh, his guitar. Yes, and you know what? Later on our and, booth. Uh, later on, that's what's going on in our show today, brother. Later on on our second segment, we're going to have uh, highlights from our event. And you mentioned 15-year-old autistic child Ed- Edwin Aldana, who played a guitar classic for us. And sang it, too. And sang it in front and of o- everyone. And he's only been playing since October. And you know what? He rocked it. He did he a did. great job. He said, I forgot your name, Holmes. His dad. I forgot your name, Holmes. Mr. Aldana. Senor Aldana and uh, mother and mom. Senor Aldana, you guys look so proud and you should be. And you know what else is going on? And we, me too. From direct from <laughs> NBC's hit show Parenthood, we have Miles Heiser, Sarah Ramos, and Jason Ritter, the cast awesome. of Parenthood. They, they also sat down with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and chatted us up about the walk. You know what? I don't. You know, I don't watch television, so I don't know what Parenthood is. But they were cool peeps. I was. Uh, it was really nice to have them there and. Jason Ritter, he, he's he got his dad's vibe. He totally does. You he's he got a good, good vibe. He's very, you know, all of them were very nice. But very nice. Well, you know what? Let me tell you about Parenthood. He it sat right my... next to me. Jason Ritter sat right next to me. And we're like, hey, what's up, Holmes? And he's all, what's up, eh? He said, feed me, Holmes. And I'm all, what's up, Holmes? And he's all, yeah, what's up, Bessie? Let me tell you, Parenthood is my favorite television show. What's up, show. Holmes? 
Let me tell you, it's a fantastic show. <laughs> Not it's bad, written, is it? it who's, who's the other guy that looks like you? He's talking too much. Yeah. Okay, anyway, okay. if you are a fan of Parenthood, <laughs> you got to listen to the, our, our second segment when Jason Ritter, Sarah Ramos, who plays Hattie, and, and Miles... Hi, um, blah, blah, blah. For some reason, I just lost his name. He plays. Hey, hey homegirl, did you find the uh, the, the the ladies' restroom? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, make- <laughs> the cast of Parenthood, fantastic drama. I love the show. They're on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on the second segment. So tune in. Awesome. Right. Looking forward to that. Also, today we have sitting in for Jonesy because Jonesy's doing. Uh, she's on a mission somewhere in the East Coast. Uh, sitting in for Jonesy is Mama Linda. Mama Linda. Shee. So Mama Linda sits in again for Jonesy with current events. Sirve. So tune in. And what what are we having as a musical guest or musical break? Our musical break segment is none other than the classy and talented Andy Allo. Shao! Andy Allo was a guest on our show on that previous station. The other station. And she's a fantastic artist. You can catch her we should, on G4. We should play. You know, she's on G4. What's G4? It's that network. On the phone? On the phone? No, it's that network. She does the Something Hates show. I forgot what it's called. G4? G4 is What's it, it called, Linda? It's on Spike TV. I thought, G4 that, and G, I thought that was a signal for my phone. Yeah, she is on that. And she's also on that BET show. What's it called, Linda? I don't know the BET show. <laughs> Anyway, she's on the BET show. Isn't she on the X-Men or something? She's going to be on the new X-Men film as well. Damn. And she's my friend, and she's a beautifully talented, awesome talented uh, artist, and you're going to hear her track. And she's a little hottie, too. We she should bring her back. You At least we should play that uh, segment on our show again. And you know what? Go to Twitter and follow her on at Andy Allo. It's A-N-D-Y-A-L-L-O. She's trying to get on Glee. So if you guys get on there and like start tweeting Andy Allo on Glee, she'll appreciate it. Awesome. She's a really great singer. So listen up. The, our musical break segment is just as important as every other segment because we got artists that no other people have. None. So, brother, what's the <laughs> shout-outs? <laughs> hey, I got... I got a shout out for Leila and Eduardo from Zapoteca Roots. Hey, it was very cool chilling with you guys. They got some firme, firme fusion of uh, of cumbia and uh, reggae roots. It's yeah, pretty awesome. Zapotecas. They're going to be on our show in about three weeks. Right and, on. Uh, Norma Solano. Thanks for sticking with us for so long. You rock, and congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Nothing normal Shoot. about Norma. Nothing normal about Norma. Hey, Danny XS from Love in the 38. He told me he'd be listening. What's up, Holmes? What's up, Danny? Ashley and Kaven. Hey, let me get my best uh, hair, makeup, and shit, and you can take pictures. And Efrain Okita, Kitty Alva. What's up, Kitty? I love Kitty. You got to follow her on Hey Kitty at Hey Kitty. She is a multimedia is she, journalist. Is she a kitty? She's Jeez. a multimedia journalist. Lines, baby? She's a fantastic journalist. Um, you can follow her on Twitter on at Hey Kitty. You, you could also listen to her on the podcast only two degrees dot com. Do you have a nice little purr, Kitty? Shao. Okay, Jane Tipton and Laura Mancini, great to see you at the event this weekend. Hope to see you again. Renee Severia Bernardo, thanks Thanks for listening, girl. Um, Melinda Hart, what's up? What's up? And Alondra Lepe and my kids, Samantha Say, Angel Ray, and Mario. They haven't gotten back from Vegas. I guess they're happening in Vegas, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It stayed in Vegas. You know, I, 
I want to give a shout out also to a lovely couple that I met a couple of weeks ago at the Los Angeles Zoo. A wonderful couple, a gentleman by the name of Daniel and his wife Guyane, the Verdusco. Family, Danielle and Guyane Verdusco, and their lovely child Nicholas, who is a, a, a child who's on the spectrum. And let me tell you, a very nice couple. I was very honored to meet them, and I look forward to, to seeing you or hearing from you guys sometime in the future. I saw that they friended us on Facebook. Awesome. As well. What is their name again? Daniel and Guyane, and their son Nicholas. All oh, right, on. It's a pleasure to have you guys. And Melinda Hart, what's up, Bami? Ooh. <laughs> So let's remember that we, we what's going on next. Later on, we have our highlights from the, what's it called again? The Walk for Autism Speaks LA, the biggest event of the year that they have. Evente. Because I'm a Spanglish like that. Shoo. <laughs> also, we got Andy Allo coming up. But you know what? I, what I want to talk about, brother, is the fact that we have, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh, my goodness. We have... On May 3rd, it's going to be our Cinco de Mayo show. But the special thing about that, aside of the That's fact, next week. Yes, May 3rd, because Cinco de Mayo is on a, what, on a Thursday? And our show. But Tuesdays are Twinsday. Tuesday is Twinsday, and we're going to be broadcasting live once again from Theo Luis's garage. Right live, on. Live. Right on. And in Theo Luis's garage, we're going to have the hottest, finest, Mariachi Trio, Trio Ellas. I know. They're going to be here performing Hot. live for us. Hot. Also have... Indeed, caliente. And also going to have not a bartender Psst. or a cocktail waiter. Hold on. <laughs> but not only a cocktail, not a cocktail waiter, not a bartender, a, a bona fide mixologist. Let me tell you about this Mixologist? guy. His name is Oscar. Yes. His name is Oscar. Yeah. And he's Japanese. He's going to be mixing it up. <laughs> hey, he's Japanese-Mexican. So it's already a mix. He's already. <laughs> okay. And he's going to be mixing up. He's going to be teaching us and our listeners how to make the perfect. Sa- sake margarita. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect drink. For Cinco de Mayo. I urge, uh, a Sacarita. <laughs> I hope everyone listens because this guy not only is a character, but he's really, he knows the, the, what to put in a drink. And he, He's Mexican and, and what? And Japones. And Japones. Chino, Chino, Japones, come caca. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's going to be with us. So, El Trio Ellas. Hey, bro, you're so politically incorrect, this, eh? And you know what? It's Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and Dios Luis's Garage. Who's listening? Get correct and get nada, all right? You know what? We, aquí sacamos el cinto y la chancla y todo, y hasta coscorones. And you know what I y have to say? Y se aguantan, pendejos. This is what I have to say about political correctness. <laughs> Forget being politically correct. How about just being correct? Hapomex. How about just being Hapomex? <laughs> 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 anyway, on top of that, on top of the fact that we're going to have the, the, the or best. Or a Mexipon. <laughs> the best mariachi. <laughs> the best mariachi trio and hottest mariachi trio. Uh, a Hapomex mixologist. We're also going to have live for the first time in Theo Luis's garage, John Caddy's Climac from NBC Los Angeles. Shit. That's, that's going to rock the we house. We got a full show. I don't know how we're going to do it because we're going to be streaking them shots. Hey. Hey, Climac, we we say we're going to have girls in the house, and then you show up. What's up? And he's off, but they're a trio. They're a trio. One for each of us. <laughs> Forget it, Hapomex. 
Nah, man, Caddy's just too cool of a cat. He's going to be taking all our thunder, S.A. Anyway, so that's what's going on now. So, you know. Uh, okay. I hope everyone tunes in on May 3rd, Tuesday, May 3rd at 7 p.m. Listen, go to www.twintalkcast.com and listen to our Cinco de Mayo show from Theo Luis's Garage. And bring your own live. beer. It's going to be live. Live. Mama Linda don't believe us. Look at her. Yeah, she's not. It's going to be live. It's going to be live, sister. Cool. Live 365. I thought it was going to be on Live 365. It is on well. Live 365, but we're going to have the, the player embedded on our webpage. Awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. you could go both. And then when you want to listen to us again, just listen to our podcast. And, we could, and we're also going to embed the player mm-hmm. on our Facebook. So you go to Facebook, click on there. So, because you know what, even out of Dear Lisa's Garage, we got the technology going. Well, you know what, you want to go to our, our our webpage anyways. Check out our sponsors there. We got all kinds of sponsors. So, anyhow, that's all my shout outs today. I want to say shout outs to my kids again, Samantha Say, Angel Ray, and Mario Chendo Hernandez. I love you guys. But now we're going to go to a commercial break. Talk to you guys later. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at seven p.m. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I want to tell you guys something. I want to tell you about my favorite place to eat breakfast. It's called BB's in Burbank. Breakfast is everything. Listen, I'm there at least once a week by myself. And the rest of the time, I go with none other than John Caddy's Climac from NBC Los Angeles. He and I meet there once a week for breakfast. BB's in in Burbank. Breakfast is everything. <laughs> Listen, go if you ever make it to Burbank, go to 353 North Pass Avenue, Burbank, California. That's 353 North Pass Avenue in Burbank, California for BB's Breakfast is everything. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Anyway, there we go. We're coming back. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> You know what? That's a cool sponsor, BB's in Burbank. Breakfast is everything. Awesome. Cool. You know what? When I go there, I like to order their OMG Hawaiian bread. Will you stop squeezing that? It's the microphone. Whenever you touch the microphone, you make noise. Haven't you learned now, dude? The microphone picks up noise. Okay. Anyways, I go and I eat the OMG Hawaiian bread French toast. It's the best. And for those of you that are traveling into town to Burbank. Hit up my brother. He'll take you to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever come to Burbank you, to catch like the Jay Leno show or the Ellen DeGeneres show. Shit. Stop. Uh, go to BB's for breakfast. The Lopez show, man. Or the George Lopez show. There you go. Jorge. I, just Lopez. Hey, Lopez. What's up, Holmes? <laughs> anyway, so you know what? Uh, Jonesy's out of town. and uh, she, But it's cool. She's on a mission. Uh-huh. What's her mission? She's bringing back her sister from Afghanistan. Uh-huh. They're on a on a reconnaissance mission. Her and her babies. <laughs> she took the nags with her on a recon. <laughs> Trust me, they don't need her. They they can handle it themselves. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, since Jonesy isn't here, we have Mama Linda. Let's hear it, Mama Linda. Hello, hello, hello. Mama, Hi, Linda's Mama Linda's here to do current events. What's up, Linda? Oh, not much. I'm just really excited right now. You're excited? Tell us yes, why. Yes, yes. My soldier is coming home. Oh, yes. Yeah. As for you listeners who do not know, Jonesy's mother is Mama Linda, and Jonesy went back east to bring 
her sister Jessica back from Afghanistan. From the Middle East. You know, we are very... She's meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Chuck Norris and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, Rambo, <laughs> and they're they're gonna team up with their baby girls, and they're gonna go up there to Afghanistan and bring our damn soldiers back. Chinga, what the fuck? Anyway, enough of you to be over there. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> uh, we are very proud to say that Jessica Hart is coming back, and uh, we can't wait to have her back. And we so, can't wait to have all but, of you guys back. But we thank and we are honored um, to have all the servicemen and women that are serving our country. At different parts of the world, so thank you very much. Anyway, Mama Linda, what's up? Yeah, well, that's my that's my joy right now. Awesome, so awesome. I'll be heading out to the East Coast too at the end of the week. Awesome. Yeah, to, to meet the my East Coast. Uh, So tell us about what's going on. What's the current event? Well, I got some pretty interesting news for you today. What is it? Um, have you guys ever been to Fuka, Austria? Fuka, Austria. Fuka, Austria. Fuka. Fuker. <laughs> That's the way they say it, but it's spelled the other way. Fuker. F-U-C-K-E-R. You know Fuker? what? I, I, I went there on, on the way to the gas station the other day. I, I had to drop by it. So what's what about Fuker? Well, well. Here's just, just you want you want to you want to plug it in so it doesn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Run out of battery. It's a small town in uh, Austria. It's 32 house and only 107 um, population. Uh huh. Wow. And it was. Uh, it was named after a guy named Fucko. Fucko? Fucko. Yeah, and so, yeah. Listen, Fucko. The and they made a law that they can't steal their signs because they've been stealing their signs. <laughs> that was a problem with people, tourists driving by and stealing their signs. Orale, I want that sign. How do, you, how do you spell it? F-U-C-K-E-I. Fucking Estria. Fucking Estria. Fucking, wait. F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Fucking Estria? Yeah. That's what it's called. Isn't that what I said? F U C K I N G? Yeah. Fucker. Oh. <laughs> Please it, excuse me. F U C K I N G. Fucking Australia. Australia or Australia? Austria. Austria. It's on the border of Germany and Austria. The city or little village of. And it's pronounced Fucking. It's on the corner of. So, <laughs> so they had a bitch and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> Right on the corner, right there. <laughs> it's on the corner of off and jerk. Yeah, fuck well, off, a jerk. Cu- couple of streets down, it's a fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when man. you get to the ghetto, to the barrio, it's called Chingao. <laughs> oh my god, fucking Austria! Wow, so really, fucking they're, they're, a and fucking bitch. They're having to keep people from stealing the signs. They're from stealing the signs, yeah, they have a law against it because they are disappearing every like couple of months. The signs disappear. Oh. Well, what, well, I would imagine there's a, already a law against stealing signs. There's probably a worse law it's now. It's a worse law, yeah. You're fucked if you get caught this time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're fucked for taking the fucking sign. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I didn't here. take no fucking sign. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. I just, I just Wikipedia'd it, and here's the name and notoriety, notoriety sentence sent section. It says, "Fucking's most famous feature is the traffic signs." <laughs> <laughs> Beside which tourists, they keep fucking taking them. <laughs> beside which tourists stop to have their photograph taken, owing to the identical spelling to the present participle of the English language profanity. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is our Wikimedia. 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 <laughs> wow. I wonder who named it. Where it came from. Some, well, it's in the sixth <laughs> century they named it. 
So it's been around for a while. A fucking long wow. time. <laughs> <laughs> but it only such a such an old town and only have 107 population. They probably want to get the fucking out. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one, Linda. Yeah, I like that. Mama I Linda like that. Like swearing that. her day. It starts <laughs> off with profanity. Bad example, bad example. Bad Just example. like a mama. Well, so what else we got going on? But it's Mama Linda. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take after Jonesy today because you know what? <laughs> I, I, I can understand Jonesy. You got another you got oh, a stupid, stupid state? A stupid state? Stupid state. And it's always, um, oh, hey, and it's always Texas. I'm not lying. <laughs> Texas, Texas. I'm like, I've been through Texas. Hey, it's not that great. I love Texas. But what's the matter with the people in Texas? I don't know, but I love Texas. Okay. Let's hear it. An elderly lady in the city of Hudson, Texas, uh-huh. I lost her name, I'm sorry, uh-huh. put up a sign in her front yard warning burglars or burglars or intruders that if they crossed into her property, their head was going to be blown off. <laughs> a big sign. I'll blow you your live, fucking she, head off. Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Your head will be blown off. Cross Cross this border, cross into my property, and your head will be blown off. Oh my God! How old is this lady? She's was in her seventies. She so, she lived there thirty years in the same house, uh-huh. and there was a first, she got burglarized two weeks ago. Oh two my weeks God! Prior to putting that sign up, but you know what? I don't blame her. Is she living alone? She lives with her son. But you know what? I don't blame uh-huh. her. This is another story <laughs> in South Texas. Midget. <laughs> a, a South Texas man was arrested. For burglarizing a home and using his eight-year-old son as a lookout. Ah, uh, what a loser, what dude. What a loser, Fabian <laughs> Lozoya. Oh, he had to be a Latino, he had dude. To be a, he had to be a homeboy. Oh. <laughs> and another man, Ernesto Alanis. So there was two guys. There was two guys, yeah. And they had their, how old was his son? Eight years old. What a loser, dude. But wait, listen, listen, that's not it. That's not all. He had his pregnant uh. girlfriend in the car... And an eight-month-old in the car waiting for him. In the getaway car. In the getaway car. <laughs> did they, what did they steal? Did they, were they? Well, they didn't. They didn't say what exactly he stole. The story basically, you know, was that he She's was a, arrested for. She was all. The lady was uh Okay, I'll take you, but we're gonna get some diapers on the way back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested for burglarizing. And for endangerment of a child. Hell yes. Man. Remember Raising Arizona? Too, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love that movie. He's running through the aisles with the pampers on one hand. <laughs> he turns around, puts the diapers movie. on the other hand, and turns around and runs the other way. That's so funny. <laughs> and you know, like, <laughs> such losers, man. I bet you they were. I bet you they were on food stamps. Oh, I didn't say That's that. All I gotta say. Yeah, no, say they were that. in a car, bro. <laughs> yeah, they were. She probably owned a car and he didn't. Maybe she was. Oh my god! Why do women do that? And then they keep having babies with those guys. Quién sabe? Know, I don't know. Quién sabe? The cops reported that when they drove up, the little boy is running around the house. Dad, dad, the cops are here. The, the cops are here. So it wasn't like. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it was a family business. La jura, la jura. <laughs> Oh so sad. I can see, why, I can go, see why Jonesy likes to pick on Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry, my fellow Texans out there. I love or Texas. Fellow friends that are Texans. And but it's a story of another stupid state. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know that, that's that's state. that's figurative. Yes. You know, stupid state. Right. It's a well, state. It's a people. It's a state. It's the people. It's not yes, the state. It's not the or it's a state of the people. Not it's necessarily not a geological area. It's just the state. 
the but stupid you know, the state. Thing, maybe, maybe it's because Texas is such a big state that we would have, yeah. you know, the there odds are having the odds more, are, yeah, yeah, more more stupid state <laughs> people. Stupid well, state because there's so many. It's such a big state. There's got to be a lot of stupid people there, yeah. but just as much a lot of smart people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a big set. I think a lot it's a of pregnant people, <laughs> a lot of not pregnant people, a lot of people on food stamps, gonna, uh, a yeah. lot of people that are rich. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. You should be one of those statisticians. I've never been to Texas. What can I say? Mm-hmm. I want to go, though. I love Texas. Cool. We First, I go need to, to know how to learn how to spell. <laughs> T-E-X-A-S? Austin. I want to go to, take you to Austin, Texas. Cool. cool. I've been to Dallas. Been to Dallas. I've been to all over Texas. I love Texas. I've been to Dallas. God, I'm getting hungry thinking about steaks. In the stockyards. You know what I went to Dallas for? What? A Mary Kay convention. Talk about uh, going to Dallas for Mary Kay convention. Big, big hair. Big hair and lots of big, makeup. Lots of makeup. <laughs> oh, the, really? it was the t- total stereotype, you know. Pageant, pageant moms? But no, it was awesome. I was <laughs> cheering our songs, you know. And oh, that was awesome. What's up with Mary Kay? She's still alive? Oh no, she died quite a few years ago. Quite, quite, quite a few. So I see her I'd pink car it. driving around all the time. Okay. <laughs> now, who's that lady with a pink car that says Mary Kay on it? <laughs> That's one of our Mary Kay ladies. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Mary Kay in a while. Actually, I haven't seen any of those. Mary you know Kay what? Ladies. It's because they're not pink. They're not pink anymore. Really? The cars they've they've changed the colors of the cars. I think now they've had like burgundy Grand Dams, and I'm sure that was back then. I'm they're sure big, now they're okay. You know, yeah. I ch- you know what? I take that back. I was in Vegas a few months ago, and there was a pink Escalade parked outside. Of there you go. That's a, that's a big that's a big person, okay? Because only the big people get the big cars with the color, the pink. You have pink? to earn. You have to. Yeah. I wonder how much makeup you have to sell to get a pink car. Why would I work my ass off? For a and car, then, and then they give me a pink car. <laughs> well, you don't you don't pay insurance. Yes. Can you paint it though? Can you paint it? Can no. you paint the pink off of it? No, <laughs> you can't? because the car actually doesn't belong to you. Really? Yeah, no, you're borrowed. You're, then you, they're making. Then they're forcing me to drive a pink car. Forget that. No, they're not forcing you. It's a earn. It's 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 like a trophy. No, yeah, I'll take a car, but not pink. Plus, you don't pay insurance, you gas, and everything. You, you, every time you use the car, is a tax deduction. You know, because it's for your business. You Charlie, Charlie, you just you, you know what? Just go. You know, do what the the paisas do. Go sell at the swap meet. And <laughs> you can drive my lowrider Pinto on your way over there. Shit, <laughs> drive whatever you want, dude. Yeah. I'm not driving no pink car. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Anyway, on. Now, what's that? What do you got going on next? Okay, Jose. Mm-hmm. Is Jose's a Twitter, Twitter? He er, loves Twitter. He loves Twitter. Man, you got a tweet. Twitter, Twitter. I you, know what I, you know what? I still don't have. I Twitter. just don't tweet like crazy. You, let me say, Twitter is awesome, dude. Because it's like, where else can you be having a conversation and uh, and and promote yourself or whatever so easily and conveniently so quickly? You could do that on Facebook. Yeah, but that's different. you could do that on www.twintalkcast.com. You can friend us on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and on Twitter, <laughs> Twin Talk Show. Okay. Well, this uh, site, a dating site, OkCupid, reveals that Twitter users have shorter relationships. <laughs> that is ridiculous. They, that makes they, sense. <laughs> they have shorter relationships and... What else do they have shorter? <laughs> <laughs> and at least report... That they masturbate more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
No, no, okay, this is what I got to say about that. There's nothing wrong with masturbating. It's a human function. It says here that uh, the frequent tweeter, he or she is more likely to masturbate. Why is that? I wonder. How did they figure that out? I, uh, you know what I'm thinking? Maybe Mil- it's because uh, a frequent tweeter is just puts their business out there. Maybe they just admit it more. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. Maybe they're that's more likely to admit it. Because, you know, the what they say, 99% of males masturbate, and the other 1% lie about it. Goodbye. Yeah. And you know what? More and more women are masturbating and are open about it. Want to know why? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what? The whole short relationship thing is a trip. I think maybe because just they have to have that 145 characters or less. So everything's got to be shortened. I don't want to talk. Shorter relationships. Because women want to talk. I think women they also have shorter attention Shor- spans. Because women want to Twitters have shorter attention spans? Maybe. Yeah. Because, maybe. yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I utilize Twitter strictly for a lazy promo- finger. You don't have that many. I, I, I utilize it strictly for promoting myself as a freelance uh, electronic f- journalist, photographer, <laughs> whatever. That's what I use it for. I don't tweet all of my constitutions or the coffee I had. I never do that. And when I'm not working, I don't tweet. I might go on here and read the headlines because I follow a lot of yeah. news. <laughs> what are you doing when you're not tweeting? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought that was an interesting Very interesting That's a good one That's a good one mama Yeah because I'm thinking You know The short attention span You know Have you ever seen kids And young people Who actually do the Twitter And they're on their phone Constantly But kids But kids are are Just texting Everybody Everybody Oh dude as we speak All my uh, followers Are unfollowing me now (laughs) They don't exist anymore (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to admit To masturbating (laughs) Now, you know what? The kids, though, they're texting like my daughter. She'll be in the, lo- the in her bedroom, and I'll be in the living room watching TV or something, and she'll text me. That's cool. Papi, can you give me a ride to work tomorrow? And I text her back with, I'm your father. I deserve, you know, <laughs> asking me in person. And then I won't ask her. She'll come back with, well, are you taking me or not? And I don't answer. I just take, I don't say anything. Why? Uh-huh. What's the big deal? Because I'm her father. I should be respected. And you come talk to me. Get up out of your room. Walk to me. Especially when you're asking me to give you a ride to work. Respected? Yes. Of course respect your elders. Of course. No, but I, I'm not saying you shouldn't be respected. But what does that have to do with how do you equate disrespect just because she texted because you? Because I wasn't... Room? Because when if I'm going to ask somebody a favor, anybody, my father, my sister, my colleagues, a friend, I'm not going to text them. If I'm going to ask them, this, I'm going to get up and walk or give them a phone call so they can hear my voice and say, "Hey, listen, da da da, whatever." But that, but what is that's you? What it have to do with anything else? I'm not talking about you and your kids. I'm talking about me and my kids. No, I, I'm trying to teach my kids that you know what there is still value in talking to people face to face, and so that they can hear your voice and <laughs> talk to them. And so that if you can't talk to them face to face, give them a phone call so that there's they can hear the tone and inflection in your voice when you're texting someone. They're where's letting the logic, that person though, Jose? Where's the, the where's the logic? I mean, where is the you know? If 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 your daughter does not, if she continues to do this, how is it going to affect her? Is she going to be stigmatized for life? Is she going to have like a dis- dysfunctional family because of it? What what? Is, I don't I'll get it. I'll tell you what it is. Where's the damage? Because in everything that? that we everything that we teach our children, they take out into the world, in the working world, in the careers, or in schools that they go to, in relationships. And they, in relationships. 
and it is incumbent on us to teach them because you know what the technology facilitates it enhances no. well i can at least i can enhances. say one thing if she if she pushes herself to confront her dad it'll learn it'll teach her not to be afraid because you know exactly. man, I'm, I'm thinking maybe she's a little intimidated or maybe I've she's or maybe she was just in the room <laughs> or lazy having cramps lazy I don't think and just lazy. wanted to wanted to text and to me the way that i see it it's just like you you it's 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 the way that i see it is it enhances i'm not saying that everyone should text each other all the time but that's that's a that's a little thing that doesn't mean anything. It does mean. It enhances you your communication. Look, she probably would not have asked you. Te- any technology is meant to enhance one's life. Mm-hmm. It's meant to do that. Exactly. But if it's utilized the wrong way, especially when you have children in their formative years. I think years, that was pretty efficient if you ask me. You're in the next room. I got cramps. I'll ask him on my on my phone. No, but but you know what? Shit, it, call me on the phone. It's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. She does it all the time. And the worst part about it is if I've said to her, listen, listen, sweetheart. Um, I've told her several times, please, when you want to talk to me, call me on the phone or talk to me in person because that that's the way I want it done, out of respect. And then she still continues to text. So that's respect, disrespect. respect. Oh, but how is it disrespect? I don't understand. Because I asked her to do it. And why? And I'll tell you why I want my kids to do that because I want them to learn to look people in the eye mm-hmm. and I to agree. ask for things. And I've, I, my daughters, because I raised my daughters, as you know, as a single dad, and I always felt like I didn't want my daughters to feel like dominated by a male because I was the I was the only person in charge. They didn't have a woman in the house that was in charge, only me. So I wanted them to feel. I want them to grow up and f- be able to look someone in the eye and speak to them on a level basis. So and when confident. Yeah, for confidence and independence. Mm-hmm. And when they're texting, that's hiding behind something. It's not mm-hmm. being, they're not, they're not, not confronting, confronting their, 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 their self-consciousness. And that is important. And on top of that, when I tell them not to text me but to talk to me in person or on the phone, then they don't do it. They continue texting or, or she does. Then it's disrespectful. Plus, as a parent, we do respect. I mean, we do deserve for a child to get up off of their butt and come into the room and say, you know, whatever it is they need. I can text her, but I, she need to come in. The room. Well, to me, it's, it's enhancing. You know, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm I don't have a problem with it. I I think that there's bigger fish to fry. That uh, that that's a little thing. You know what's funny? And, and what's you always impo- that's, your, that's your line. Thing. You always say that bigger fish to fry. Because and what fish are you going to fry? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the little things that you teach your kids that to, 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 so send send them out in the world. Not to no. This what, is too, uh, that's too too limiting. I mean, and that they're easy. Okay. You're, you're, Give me an example of what a big fish to fry with your kids. Give me an example. Okay, and I don't mean a mackerel. I mean like a whale. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot. Communication. Communi- exactly. I know. Exactly. No, right. No. No. Communi- <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Case communi- in point. God. Let's go to the next commercial. No. Unconditional communication. Okay. We got a lot of times we we set all these boundaries. Well, in this case, we're setting all these boundaries, and if you don't meet them, we have a problem. And all of a sudden, we have a problem, and the thing that we wanted to communicate never gets communicated and who knows what happens from there it's it's not worth it to what's the most important is the communication your daughters do they speak english well of course do they speak spanish well not as good as english why i don't understand, I don't understand your question why don't they what did you speak to them mostly in english why why not in spanish 
because it seemed the easier way to okay, communicate with exactly. Them. You didn't want to compromise the communication, uh-huh. but because you wanted to teach her something, yeah. you didn't want to compromise it. And that's what happens when we set all these limitations. We no, tend to compromise ha- the real what, big. No, that's but the ha- big what happens fish. is the you big start fish letting is communication. But once, but once you start letting your kids dictate the way they communicate to you. Then they are stunted. Uh, Their growth is stunted. Okay. Uh, my my point now. Okay. So my the, point now. Again, my point now. My point. Dictating again. No. Of course. As a parent, one needs to dictate. No, you know why? Because dictate. you're sending of, them off. No, I'll one, tell you what. One must they're lead not gonna, they're, and guide and inspire. They're not, they're not going not to dictate. be texting their bosses and their professors. They're not going to be doing that. They're not going to be asking their bosses. But for you know what? When they do, but when they do, on, uh, our, our when they do, and they and the doctor, I mean, when they do, and their boss comes at and rep- reprimands them, what a great lesson they can learn, and they have the fortitude to learn it because they have a great communication with their parents and no limitations, no reprimands at home but it because is, of some silly uh, uh, rule where they our, have the fortitude it, to, to, to take it in the chin at, uh, at work so, or somewhere else. So That's is, what matters. That's the so bigger our, fish. Our job is to, to send them out there and let them fall on their faces all the time. No, our job is to teach them to have the fortitude because they're going to fall on their face. And the and, fortitude they have is the self-confidence that they have from having that kind of uh, affirmation at home. But if you're saying, no, uh, I'm not going to listen to you because or, 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 or submit to your request because you're not submitting to mine, yes. it's very conditional. Example, example. The uh, one you her, just gave. No, no, let me give you an example. When we were in high school, you... Mama Linda and Marisol and mm. I. And it was time to go to a party. We wanted to go to a party. Uh-huh. Who went to ask mom and dad? You did. Why? Because it, it because was. I, because I'll tell you why. Because I walked up to them and looked them straight in the eye and told them and communicated with them what we wanted, what we were planning to do, and what we were willing to do to get our permission. You remember that? Yes. Right. And did it and did it work every time? Absolutely. Because yes. my, and, 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 and what did it do for me? It did millions of things for me because now when I started going into the workforce I wasn't afraid to approach my, to this day to mm. approach anybody at a higher so-called level than me and say to them this is what I need or this isn't working or maybe we should try it this way and uh, that has helped me because I was f- not forced but I was brought to do that as a child because mm. you guys said Jose you go ask my mom and dad because they'll listen to you mm-hmm. and it worked for me that is the biggest thing I learned you know, you know what? And you know what I learned? And you know what I learned? That I didn't have to. There you have it. <laughs> exactly. Everyone has their gifts. You know, I mean, but, and, we can and teach because, it, but we, but and, we, and we don't have what? to are, reprimand are, if it's not you, your gift. Aren't you supposed to try to espouse and teach your strengths to your children uh-huh. the best you can? Uh-huh. That's what I'm trying to teach. Okay. One of my biggest strengths is my ability to communicate. As a freelance journalist and photographer, I work with different people every day, and people ask me what's the most... What's the best thing, the most favorite thing you have about tel- working about television? And the irony is I don't tell them it's television. The irony about it is that I tell them, look, every day I work with somebody different, and there's varying degrees of personality. Some are harsh and some are not, and we still have to put out a good product. And that is the funnest thing for me. The challenge? The <laughs> challenge with the challenge, different personalities? Yes. I, I understand. And, and, and making understand. a good product out of it. Mm-hmm. Because or giving wh- a good customer yeah, service. Yes. Day. And we bash heads all the time. And, what, and later on, we're like, we were happy that we put out a good product. But we need to move on. One, <laughs> we have time for one more. One more. While he tweets. <laughs> I got one for you, Angel. What? It's a test? Nobody, no, t- nobody no, told me about a, a test. test. <laughs> 56-year-old Ray Logan, Portland, Maine. Gentlemen, 
is giving three hour classes on puck growing. <laughs> I thought you might be interested. What? In that oh yeah, he goes around the country in the states that it's legal. A three hour course? Course, yeah, a workshop. On growing pot. You How know when you pot? get one of those marijuana cards, you can have you can grow a certain amount of marijuana in your house. Yeah, and yeah, well, those in when those states, pres- yeah, exactly in those states, and he's, he's what a great business. Them, he's teaching them how to do it because you have the the it's legal, you can do right, it. You right. know, you have the authority to or no, well, the right to. Well, he's going around and teaching people how to grow marijuana. Dude, there's probably a, like a real big market for that, and not that many people providing because not that. Not too many people know how. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I got a car now. How do what do I do? I mean, uh-huh. I I can't grow uh, an ivy in my house because I, I, I forget. Got, to listen, I got to tell you about the, about pot. First of all, I'm I still vehemently uh, am against any kind of marijuana it's or, or drug. But I was just doing a shoot recently with a <laughs> mental health expert and in there in in this building, um, this place that where I was at, there there's, there's a guy who helps uh, a lot of these mental health mentally ill people that are addicted to drugs to get away from drugs. And he grew up he was an, he's a, he's a recovering addict himself, mm-hmm. so he's able to do to do a, a good job at it. And he was talking about the the fact that pot, there, it's, it's growing pot is a science, and it's so much into it that it's so much more intense. He says it's not the pot that we grew up with, and and you can't go back. So that now, lady was on the truth. The pot, is, yeah, <laughs> on, the, the, on our show on, on the, the other show, station. The other lady. <laughs> it's not the pot we grew up with. It's they've got higher whatever higher levels stuff, of that DHT that, yeah, and acidic rates and whatever mm-hmm. that they really are much more um, um, uh, addicting and 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 <laughs> more likely to lead you to to you know um, uh, gateway drugs. Uh, as a gateway drug. I'll tell you one thing before uh, before it was legal like it is now because the market's saturated right now uh-huh. with with marijuana growers and all these uh, dispensaries. That there's so much marijuana out there, there's a there's an inventory of it that uh, a surplus of it, that will, by the time you get it, that uh, it, all that good stuff is is pretty dried up. You know, well, it's really that, hard to find fresh bud. When, if anybody knows, <laughs> hit me up, okay, Holmes. Anyway, when I was at the Prince concert, I got believe it or not, it's been so long. Since I've been to a concert where they smoke weed, so <laughs> that, <laughs> that I got a contact buzz for a second. It you hit hadn't me. been exposed to it I hadn't in so been long. So long, people were getting high, and I'm like, I was Jose. Hey, Jose's a he's a champion on contact highs. He's been doing contact highs since hey, high school. Saves money. <laughs> anyway, I still I still am vehemently against drugs, but uh, we gotta go. We gotta. We'll be right back. And uh, um, when we come back, what are we gonna have when we come back, brother? What are we going to have when we come back? We're going to have... Uh, <laughs> We're going to have Andy Allo in their musical break. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Hey, everybody. When you are looking for the raddest, coolest T-shirts, shoes, buckles, wallets, and accessories, the Scream, the Scream, the Scream, Scream Shop is a place to be. Yeah, bro. The Scream Shop has all the firme brands like Supra, Vans, Converse, Doc Martin, TUK. And now they got a new shipment of hats, S.A. And you know what? It's the cool place to be. You got to head out to the one in Huntington Park or the City of Industry, Riverside. And there's one at the Santa Anita Mall in Arcadia as well. Pero espera. Give them our secret code TWIN and the Scream Shop will take 15% off of whatever you buy. And you know what? Tell your homeboys and your homegirls that you don't have to even be there. You go to www.thescreamshop.com or click on their link on our website 
And don't forget to fa- uh, friend him on Facebook. Hey, the Scream Shop Extreme Alternative Footwear and more. Shoot. Love in a 38 Rock the Sunset Strip. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel present a rockin' Friday the 13th when Ryan Hudson, Krishna, Danny Excess, Daniel Isaac, your ambassadors of rock, Love in a 38, take the stage at the legendary Roxy Theater. Friday, May 13th, so shine up your scars. Bring your rockin' Lola. And take some shots at sunset with 11 to 38 at the Roxy Theater on May 13. And listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel for your chance to win tickets on www.twintalkcast.com. Y que, Holmes? And this is Jose and Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're back. Shoot. What a cool, cool idea to go to that 11 of 38 concert. I, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be rocking. But you know what? Uh, let's. Uh, I want to remind people what's going on in the rest of the show today. What's going on? We got highlights from the Walk, Walk for Autism Speaks LA from this weekend. You know, it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool people there. We actually had a great performance from this young autistic boy. Uh-huh. And uh, Edwin... Aldana. Aldana. It was just off off the cuff, just like that. He came by with his family, and we talked. He had his guitar, and he said he agreed to play on our, on our show, and he got down. Yeah, he did. And also the cast, the cast of NBC's hit show Parenthood, right on. Jason Ritter, Miles Heiser, and Sarah Ramos, all from the Parenthood show, one my favorite show on television. I love that show. Parenthood. And American Idol. But Parenthood. On Twin Talk, they're talking with us. Also, just so people know that the autism event is fantastic because there's a lot of people there and there's also resources. And we have Consuelo Fippen, who is a she's a, a private instructor for swimming for kids. Oh, yeah, the swimmer. Uh-huh, for autistic children. Oh, right on. That's so cool. she'll, she's going to talk a little bit about that as well. So tuned, uh, stay tuned, and uh, and we're going to have that. And, but right now, one of the most popular segments of our show, the up-and-coming and fantastic artists that we play, like 11 to 38, uh, Run, Devil, Run. Ishkamili, Sunset Riot, Blue Agave. And, and all those things. Right now we have the classy and talented... Andy Allo. He approached me, said, how you doing, miss? I love the way you smell and I love your pillow lips. Said if I give him a chance, he'd take me on a trip. When you come around 
and talented Andy Allo. You know what? Bro, you got to bring her back, man. She has a cool vibe. She's very sweet, gorgeous. I'll tell you what, And though. she swims to her to her country. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got to listen to that show, but you can't because it's on the other you station. You got to listen to that show, and you know what I mean. And you know, but I remember station. when I had her on her show, you were like beside yourself. I she was. was like, hey, well, she was sitting right next to me. You were like... <laughs> And uh, I was trying to be, you know, cool cat y todo, but she was like, you know, she was just, I, I was, I was, yeah, I was. Yeah, you were smitten. I was, whatever that is. But as we promised, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, been, uh, I was all shy todo. As we promised, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> our next segment of the show, we're going to play some highlights from um, the Walk for Autism Speaks Los Angeles event at the Rose Bowl. This Dude, weekend. it was we fun, man. We got there all early. Dude, I was like. I got there late. <laughs> you got there an hour and a half late. What do you dude, mean I got there early? I, I, I got there early. Dude, I I set my alarm. I was like, okay, I'm ready. The car's all packed on the, with our 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 custom twin talk with Jose and Angel photo booth, which you guys got to check out. Next time we're going to be at an event, you better go check it out. It's it's dope. But I was all ready, and I was eating and then, and then you called me, and I'm like, where you at? 
Oh, she, you should have seen me run, jump out of the bed. Anyways, let's <laughs> I'll be there in half an hour. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, continue listening because right now we're gonna go, we're gonna go to the highlights. First, we're gonna start off with a young boy, a 15 year old autistic boy who approached us at the booth. Yeah, well, he was he, first. His mother came by and we were talking. He's all, I'm here with my son and his and my husband. They came down after. He brought his guitar. He played a couple of tunes. I told my brother, "You were running around," and I said, "Wait." Let me call my brother. <laughs> and the fantastic thing is that I was—I uh, happened to run into John Klimak from NBC Los Angeles, and he ran over there as well and put uh, the boy on television. Yeah, I went on NBC LA at 6 p.m. that night. Anyway, so uh, and we also have an interview with John, uh, Jason Ritter and um, and Sarah Ramos and Miles Heiser from the NBC's show Parenthood. And also, there's resources at these events. There's a woman named Consuelo Fippen, who is a private swimming instructor, and she teaches children with autism how to swim. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. It's fantastic. Yeah, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Here we are at the Walk for Autism Speaks Los Angeles 2011. My name's Jose. And I'm Angel. And you know what? We stepped out of Theo Luis's garage for a good cause today. We are, we are so honored to be the official first time ever podcast for Autism Walk. You know why? Because we're firme like that and we care, homes. That's why. If you want to check us out, go to www.twintalkcast.com. But we're also iTwins. You can find us on iTunes. Just look for Twin Talk with Jose Ianke. And check it out. It's for free. Just like that photo booth over there. Take a picture, email it to your friends and family. But you know what? I don't want to waste any time. We have a special guest with us today. Uh, first of all, I want to find out what is your name, young man? Edgar Aldana. Edgar Aldana. Oh, wait a minute. We got a little bit of feedback here. Hold on. I got the wrong mic up. Try that again. Give him your mic, Angel. Give him your mic. There you go. Give Edgar Aldana. Edgar Aldana. How old are you? Um, 15. I just recently turned 15. Fantastic. Where are you from? Um, from Nacho Cucamonga. Wow, that's a long drive. Did you walk like everyone else? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't walk. How long have you been playing guitar, Mio? Uh, it was last October, right? Um, really? Yeah, like eight months, seven or eight months. So, who's your favorite rock gu guitarist? Uh, my favorite guitarist, it's between um, John Lennon um, and also Johnny Cash. They were the ones who inspired me to play guitar. Nice, I like That's that. That's dope, Johnny Cash. And who's your favorite talk show host, Jose or Angel? No, you don't have to ask that. Answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't. I don't know. It's hard to choose. You guys are both awesome. <laughs> right on. He's our that? homie. You hear that? He's, He's our homeboy. <laughs> so okay, listen. You're gonna play a song for us, right? Uh, yes. Let, which, what are you gonna play for us? An uh, go ahead. It's Angel, you hold the mic. It's it's uh, uh, by uh, Bob Dylan. Okay. It's originally by Bob Dylan. Uh, Guns N' Roses cover this song. Uh huh. So it it was a, a big hit. Back then, and um, still a big hit right now. Yeah, what's and, it called? And uh, the song is called "Knocking on Heaven's Door." Ladies and gentlemen, Edgar Aldana. Mama, take these guns from me. I can't use them anymore. It's getting dark to dark to see It feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door 
Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, baby, listen to that. Clap your hands, everybody. I can't use them anymore. It's getting too dark to see you. These shackles ride down to the floor. And it feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Edgar Aldana, let's hear it for Edgar, everybody. Right on. And you've only been doing that for a few months, you know? Yes, yeah. Yes. Right on, that rock. You rock. I dig your, your, your guitar strap, man. Thank you. <laughs> Pink Floyd's, uh, uh, what is that? Um, the uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, The Dark Side of the Moon. I have <laughs> top, I have like, that's like my second favorite album from Pink Floyd. I have like The Wall, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, The Final Cut. I recently saw Roger Waters last year, actually. Awesome. So, what are you? Are you, are you going to pursue this? You going to make your own band? Y todo? I, you know, I'm not that good with some friends, but I'm trying. Mm -hmm. I actually, I'm actually put on a Craigslist, awesome. looking for a rock band. Oh, which, right on. Yeah, and um, I'm just, I'm just doing it for the fun of it. I'm just doing it for the music. Well, so, you guys hear that? You're from Rancho Cucamonga, right, Mijo? Yes. Anybody in Rancho Cucamonga who wants to hook up with Edgar? And make a band because you guys know he can play guitar and he can sing pretty good too. So look him up. All right. Thanks so much. And that's it for, for now, guys. Thank you for having me. Shoo! We are very, very proud to be the first official podcast of Walk for Autism Speaks LA 2011. Check it out, folks. We're identical twins. But not only do we not look alike, we don't, we don't finish our sentences. I had to cue him for that. Uh, and I try not to look like him. <laughs> but anyways, we're very, we're, first of all, fantastic job today. The money that we raised, and it was in the gazillions, that's all I heard. Well, you know, I, I had to reach into my uh, the bottom of my car seat, you know, that little abyss in the yeah. between the seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I contributed. <laughs> well, you've been driving that car for 30, I, 25 years. I have, I have. I had to save some some cash for myself though. Anyways, we got to move. We gotta you guys could find us at www.twintalkcast.com, and we are iTwins. We, so see, you could find us at on iTunes. Just search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. But we got to move forward because let me tell you, we got three amazing special guests with us today from my favorite show on television. I watch it every week. I can't wait to see it every week. It's awesome. NBC's Parenthood. Who watches Parenthood here? I, I watch it. 
Dude, I knew I recognized these people. They were, I'm like, who is these guys? <laughs> See, I don't know. <laughs> See, I work. Here's it's just so you know, I work in television, and, and I watch. don't watch television. But nothing against it. Nothing against it. I just don't. Okay, our guest with us today, Miles Heiser, who plays Drew Holt, Sarah Ramos, who plays Hattie Braverman. Love you, Sarah. And we have Jason Ritter, who plays Mr. Sear. Correct. Awesome. Uh, for some, uh, mics, mics, here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Okay, let's see. Jason, can we hear you? Uh, yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. You guys just came off of the walk. Yes. Tell us about that. I mean, was it full? I mean, was it hot? Was it cold? Tell me, what was the walk like? Well, we started out and we all had to pee. <laughs> and uh, there were really long lines for the bathroom. And there were so many people from different teams, like Troy Story. There's some good team names. Awesome. We just got stuck walking behind and had a great time. Hey, Miles, did you find her a bathroom? <laughs> no. No, we you still, and We're still. You're still? It. Oh, and I'm feeding you guys water. Yeah. <laughs> We'll make this quick. Vitamin water zero, now in stores. <laughs> and here I thought you were dancing to the music, but it's the pee-pee dance. It's <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> hey, Jason, you're wearing like two jackets. How, what the heck? It looked much colder uh, this morning. And then I guess I could have taken one off and tied it around my waist or something. I, I'm lazy. What hat are you wearing? What is that hat? What is this hat? What does it say? Oh, what will you believe? Another NBC show, The Event. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So it's amazing because Jason's on two shows right now. You got yeah. The Event going on, and you're Mr. Sear coming on on, the, uh, uh, on, on Parenthood. Yeah, every, every once in a while they, they, they allow me back into the Parenthood fold. You must be a pretty good actor then. I, I don't know about that. I does go does that it run in the family? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, Parenthood. It's, it's amazing because, uh, as you know, as obviously a lot of people know, the um, Parenthood has... And, and it's so fitting in this event, which is the autism event. Parenthood has a character in it, Max Braverman, who has autism. Can, it, can someone tell us how, how that came about? A lot of times the impetus for it is because someone in the cast or a family member or somebody has that. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah. So Max uh, Burkholder, who plays Max Braverman, does a great job. He does not have Asperger's, which uh, a few people asked us today. But the story is based off of, the actual show is based off of uh, the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin. Right. But this part of it is like close to our creator, Jason Kadam's uh, heart, because his actual son has Asperger's. And it's, we've um, followed kind of the hardships that he and people he's met uh, have dealt with. And I'm sure a lot of the people here uh, understand as well. I think it's great because uh, the neat thing about it is that the show didn't start as a family who had a child with autism, but they discovered it at the beginning of the show. So the realization of it, I, I, as far as I know, no one that I know in my family has, has, uh, has is on the spectrum, but I felt like I could empathize with them because it's so well written and, and the way they acted out. And I mean, how does that play out when you guys are... You know, uh, Sarah, you play his sister. Yeah, I play his sister. Well, from the beginning, um, like be- when we were shooting the pilot, um, we had uh, like a coach, an autism coach, come in and like uh, work with Max, like even in the audition process, and tell him like uh, what, how kids like overreact, and like we had meetings where the our family, uh, like the people who play the uh, with Adam and Christina and Hattie and Max, we all met and like talked about 
what it's like when kids overreact and oh, that's really important uh, to making it believable because so much of it comes from Max and so much of what Max knows comes from that and it's like he acts crazy like yeah. sometimes yeah. and you it's so easy to just react off of him um, because he's uh, got, gained like an understanding of what it's like to react so strongly in ways that people who don't have Asperger's don't understand. And Miles, I mean, you're, you, um, do, have you ever known? I mean, I'm going to ask this because it's a lot of times we don't realize we know people who have autism or Asperger's. What's your experience in, in real life? Um, I don't actually know anyone, um, or I, like in my family especially, but I have met people obviously here and other places um, that have Asperger's. It's it's very interesting because I I actually realized today like I probably wouldn't have this connection to autism if it weren't for parenthood but now it's very important to us just on the show and now like to all of us because we've experienced it in ways so and jason tell us about your team you had a, a team your walk team uh yeah uh, we were team parenthood and um basically a, a, a bunch of people showed up today how, how many people the show. I, I, i'm not 100 percent sure a bunch. Uh, 60 60 I mean, people from Parenthood. It was a lot of people. And you raised a gazillion dollars. And we raised a gazillion dollars. No, I think at the end of the day, we, we all together raised about $40,000. Fantastic. Let's 60 hear it for them. Let's hear it. Awesome. You know, that means you actually get a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that, if That's why we did it. <laughs> Let me tell you, if, if that was Parenthood in one of the Mexican channels, those 60 people would have been all of one house. <laughs> Same family. And they'd have pitched in to get twenty dollars, and they all would have came. In, we would have came in one Ramfla, one car, eh? In a lowrider Pinto, Holmes. <laughs> so, uh, okay, f- season finale, right? Did it already happen? It happened. Yeah, it just happened. It did happen. I just watched it. I just remembered. Now, what's what's going on? You guys take a break. You you, you go on, on, on a on, you're on hiatus. Well, right now we don't know if we've gotten picked up yet. Oh, of course you did. Of course, let me tell you. Lovely woman like you would be picked up anytime. <laughs> Uh, Well, and Jason, before we let you guys go, tell us uh, about yourself. You're doing um, two gigs. Yeah, I mean, mostly I've been working on the event, and then uh, I I was able to do one episode of Parenthood this season, and so keep that character alive. Uh, And um, I think she's going to hook up with you. I think she will, for real. I hope so. Yeah, that little peck wasn't enough. uh, That's how I feel. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I've I've just been working on the event. We're shooting the season finale right now, Mm -hmm. and... Um, and there's a lot of great episodes coming up. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Is there anything that I forgot to ask you guys in regards to your uh, affiliation with Autism Walks Los Angeles or anything? Anything you guys want, want to add? I think it, I'm, we're just we're so happy to be here, and it, there's, it's a huge event. And for people who are listening who aren't here, it's it's huge and it's so much fun. And you know, if, if you weren't here this year, you should come next year. It's a it's a yeah. really fantastic event, and it's an important cause. And I think we're happy to be welcomed uh, here. Like everybody in that has to do with this event has been really welcoming to all of the Parenthood cast and anybody involved, and that's really nice. And we, well, we really appreciate that. I'm sure that um, the uh, the organizers of this event appreciate the fact that you're here because you're so notable. And, and the and twins appreciate that you're here with us at the Twin Talk with Ozane Angel show. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it too. Who are the twins? What? You got, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> or, or if you want, in Spanish, somos cuates. You know what? They need in them. iTunes, we're iTwins. 
They t- the, 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 the parenthood takes place in Berkeley. And uh, they should write in a couple of twins. Maybe the, the landscapers or something come in. <laughs> you be the pool guy picking up on the chicks, and I'll be the landscaper being the nice guy. Shoo, I love it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Miles Heiser, Sarah Ramos, and Jason Ritter. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Shoo! Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, where were we now? That's what happens when you do a live remote, ladies and gentlemen. Anything can happen. The variables are endless, endless. You should see what happens where we normally record from at Theo Luis's garage. You never. <laughs> anyway, so let's go back to, to Consuelo. You, you, you are a swim teacher. You've been doing it for 22 years. How long have you been teaching kids uh, on the spectrum? On the spectrum, 12. When I moved up to Santa Clarita, there seemed like there was an overwhelming amount of children that had special needs. And my uh, daughter, Karina, would always seem to gravitate to work with those kids, to play with them and bring them home. And we're an avid family in the water, so we take them with us, and they really, really enjoy the water. Mm. So it became something that was more of a passion, just teaching kids to swim, but children with special needs. Well, you know what? You, you must swim a lot because you're a hottie, man, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> where, are you where are you from, Consuelo? My mom is from Nicaragua, and mm-hmm. my dad is from, from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Central American. Uh, Chapin something. I don't know what to say. Nicaraguense, the hot people. I love it. You were saying that it's it's easier to teach kids to sw- uh, with autism to swim than kids that are not on the spectrum. Tell us about that. I think so because children that are atypically healthy will scream and yell and comprehend, whereas children that don't have um, that do have special needs, they love the water. It's mm. just once they can figure out to put their face in the water. And you can let them go, and they can do what they want to do in the water. And with my guidance, I'm very patient. They love to swim. Now, it takes longer to teach a child with autism to swim than it does an atypically healthy child. Mm. It could take me 10 days to teach a a healthy child to swim, where it could take me a month to two months, if not longer, for a child with special needs. Does it take credentials to do it? (laughs) See, when we we broadcast out of Theo Lisa's garage, do you have to have the GED or something like that? pretty blessed i think i just got my angel's wings because i don't have any special accreditations i uh, i just have the ability to teach mm-hmm. kids how to swim mm-hmm. cpr certified lifeguard certified but ¿Qué más quieres, man? she can swim she can teach ¿Qué más quieres, yeah. Holmes? <laughs> so what kind of reaction do you get from the parents um they're kind of in awe and as for me i'm in awe because you never know i tell them look i'll evaluate your child but i don't have any guarantees and i worked with a little girl last summer alexis Nonverbal, and as the summer went on, by the end of the summer, I completely let her go, and she was treading water, mm. able to grab the wall, pull mm. herself out of the water. And this child is nonverbal. Is it something within the function of ki- of kids uh, on the spectrum to be able to swim? Is this something, or is this something of, uh, like a spectacular accomplishment? You know, it all depends on the ability of the child, because some of them are very low functioning, and some of them are very high functioning. Um, a lot of the kids that I work with are very low functioning, so I just think that every child is different. And so, tell me, what do you get out of this? Personal recognition. Um, I take a lot of pride in what I do, so it just makes me feel good. Were you a swimmer when you were a professional swimmer or a competitive swimmer? I was a competitive swimmer as tell, a kid. T- tell us about that. Uh, well, I was a chunky little kid, <laughs> and it seemed like the, that sport was the best, best sport for me because I was very buoyant in the water. Uh, we lived where it was extremely hot, 
And that was my passion was just swimming because I knew that I, I could win. Okay, well, Hispanic woman like yourself, did, did, did your parents teach you like they did us? Metete ahí, toma. Sink or swim. Awesome. No, I did have some swim lessons when I was little. Uh-huh. I, I do remember my mom taking me, and I loved it. Awesome. So, and I did pee in the water because I had a little ring around me, and, <laughs> and they kicked me out of the pool. That's why they call you Mrs. P. Swim School. Well, well my parents swim, swam across the uh, Rio Grande. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Consuelo Fippen, if there are families out there that are listening to this and they have children on the spectrum that would, that would like to uh, uh, be taught, where do they find you? Well, the best number right now is my cell number. It's area code 818-421-7114. And I'm in the process of getting a website, so it's not up and running as of yet, but it should be the next month for Mrs. P Swim School. And um, they can email me at con, C-O-N, and A-N-D, John, J-O-H-N, at hotmail.com. Hey, you guys, call her. She's a hottie. (laughs) And she can teach you how to swim. Or at least throw you in. <laughs> Thank you very much for being with us. Thanks, Consuelo Fippen. And that was Consuelo Fippen. She was a hottie. She was a milf. Yeah, she was. She was a. It was. It's pretty awesome what she does. I yeah, think she's kind of cool, and she kind of got into it by accident. You know what? When we when we hugged and said goodbye, but you're right. I think she kind of me pretty tidy. <laughs> And her homegirl hair, and I loved her hair. Yeah, it's it. But that little boy, man. Mm-hmm. I see you guys. I told you guys you were gonna dig it. Mm-hmm. You know what? This young man has only been playing since what October? October. And, 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 which is and he knows. He he also. Bef- we, we didn't record it. You didn't hear. It. He also played uh, in the Ring of Fire. Oh yeah, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. He also did a Pink Floyd tune. Wow, that's the one he did first. And I was like, I, I which couldn't. which Pink Floyd one? Uh, I don't remember. Híjole, all of them. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back with my brother's chill lounge. Kick back. And listen. she did or he did not she did not it's easy to do but while we may feel justified in our position of laying blame it's an outward and I'll venture to say somewhat skewed perception of the truth usually driven by a hidden fear blame relinquishes our real power and strength which can only be attained upon reflection It leaves us at the mercy of a spiral of thoughts and emotions that grip us. 
thus halting the natural flow of energy within us, this disruption is obvious by our behavior. Consider this. Say not another word and still your mind. Make the distinction between blame and fear and be present to it. But move in spite of it rather than because of it. This adjustment in perception also adjusts the energy flow within you to a natural, peaceful one. Be present to it. Remember it. Engage your thoughts and actions against it. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thanks for joining us on Dio Luis's Garage. At Dio Luis's Garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Remember that you can always come back and check us out anytime at www.twintalkcast.com and... And on iTunes, just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Remember, we, next week, May 3rd, it's going to be our first live show back at Dio Luis's Garage. Yeah, Holmes. Go to www.twintalkcast to check us out. Also, check us out on Facebook, Twin Talk Show. And on Twitter. For all the updates, Trio Ellas, Mariachi, Hot Mariachis are going to be here. Tequila. John Caddy's Climac going to be here. Tequila. Oscar, the Japanese, what is it? Japones? Hapomex? Hapomex. Or Mexopon? Mixologist (laughs) is going to be here. So listen. Tequila. We really, really look forward to having you here. Come back. Come back. We have, in two weeks, we got our 80s show with Richard Blade. Richard Blade from Sirius Satellite Radio. And uh, from Rock of the 80s. And from Rock of the 80s. And in three weeks, we have Zapoteca Roots. All right, everybody. Take it easy. Peace out. Shoo!